Uh, we're just looking at the uh, Pennsylvania race between Oz and McCormick. Um, 800,000 votes. He's what, 2,500 votes? Yeah, apart? right around there. It's 33.3 to 33.1. Or maybe yeah. it's. No, 33. 31.3 to 31.1. Right. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if this audience had anything to do with how close it is. We I had him on. Did. We had McCormick on yesterday. And. You he know, was good. I had no idea. He was very good. Um, mm-hmm. And if I were living in Pennsylvania, I probably would have been voting for um, uh, Barnett. Um, but if I heard yesterday's interview, I might have said, you know, mm, it's yeah, closer maybe. with him. Let's, mm-hmm. you know. And the other thing, I don't know who Oz is. Never met the man, never talked to him. Um, and uh, I have since Donald Trump, since I was so wrong on Donald Trump. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm Lord, whatever you want, you just please let us do your will and let them, whoever they are, because he obviously can use anyone. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a real threat to our national sovereignty. It is happening next week, May 22nd through the 28th. That starts Sunday, right? The World Health Assembly, the WHO. We all know how bad and how corrupt the WHO is. We learned it in COVID, right? Well, we are now going to Switzerland with every country except for Taiwan, because they're not really a country. China is gonna be representing them. I'm not kidding you. They have been disinvited. I wish they would disinvite us. Um, There is a new treaty that, I'm sorry, it's an old treaty, but it is being updated. And if these updates happen, it doesn't matter. Congress and the Senate, they don't have to have a two-thirds vote to ratify this it's already something we're in this is just updated rules and it destroys our national sovereignty i will show it to you in 60 seconds you still paying hundreds of bucks for a cell phone a cell phone plan with one of the big boys I got bad news. Not only you're overpaying, but you're probably also helping fund leftist causes. I don't I I have to have the people from Patriot Mobile on separate from a commercial sometime. I am so impressed with these people on what they do and the diehard belief that they have in our nation. These guys are warriors Uh, and they are out. They were some of the the first act 
activists that were out on CRT were from Patriot Mobile and funded by Patriot Mobile. That's what they do. So you want somebody who's fighting on our side? PatriotMobile.com. Switch today. What do you, why? why? Why would you stay with companies that are giving money to all of these organizations that are fighting against it? Why would you give money to a group of people who don't really like you? They tolerate you and your cute little opinion. Do business with people who want to do business with you and have a great business. You'll save a lot of money. You get the same self-service and somebody who fights with you. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch today. 972-PATRIOT. All right. Uh, I want to bring in Daniel Horowitz because, uh, Daniel, you have... Uh, you have done a lot of work on this, and you've you started this years ago, um, but you really have boiled this down to what's happening next week. Daniel Horowitz, writer for uh, uh, The Blaze and uh, Conservative Review. Daniel, tell me what's happening here. Well, great to be back with you, and I'll say it's worse than having our national sovereignty abrogated. It's really our bodily sovereignty uh, typically, these international treaties would affect the sovereignty of our nation. This will affect our bodies because the wheel started to churn in the minds of those behind this entire COVID regime, the Great Reset, over the last year. Wow, the people are really acquiescing to this pretty easily, but they were a little bit perturbed that you did have Sweden, you had Florida, you had some areas doing their own thing. So their goal is to create a pandemic treaty that will synchronize and consolidate the control under these global authorities where they could basically lock you down. They could force, uh, you know, therapeutics on you, say, you know, you're a public health threat. This is what you need to do. We're going to declare your region a public health emergency and we can do anything we want. Now, they were working on that for a while. And I was always wondering where the Biden administration was because, you know, they support it. They were awfully quiet. Well, it turns out that they quietly submitted amendments to this 2005 international health regulations in january no press conference no uh press release on the whitehouse.gov website we sent them our white house sent them yep they sent them and you could see the strike oh yeah and basically every the, the upshot of it is it takes away the determination of the state the wh secretary general shall instead of may do this take took out all the consultation requirements with the state but we didn't even know about this until a few weeks ago um and they're going to submit it at this conference and like you said the reason they're doing this is because biden knows he doesn't have 67 votes for a treaty so like everything else they do rather than a treaty a law really everything they did throughout covid you just do it executively or make an end run around it so they're going to have a de facto treaty without call, calling it that. And that's the way they plan on getting this passed. And look, Biden claims to already have the support of Canada and, and most of Europe. So this is uh, this puts the WHO in charge of really any kind of uh, pandemic, any kind of uh, traumatic event anywhere in the world. They're calling the shots, not our local or our national people, but the WHO, correct? Well, in plain English, China. Um, and, yeah. and, I, and I think I think you can't discuss this WHO effort 
in a vacuum without noticing last week the Biden administration held this, what he called a global COVID summit. And the, sum, the summation of everything that was said on that Zoom get-together was essentially there is a worse pandemic coming in the fall and winter. Now, how they would know that is kind of interesting, uh, but I think we should take them seriously, that they might know something that you and I don't. And they seem to be indicating that, yeah, you know what, maybe COVID wasn't quite that bad, but this is going to be really bad. Now, think about how uh, Wuhan gaslit the world to respond in the way they did, and now you have a whole new level of Shanghai, and then now they're saying there's going to be an even worse pandemic that perhaps should uh, engender a need for an even more severe lockdown like we're seeing in Shanghai. Are they saying that that's, that's coming? They're trying to accomplish. Uh, are they saying that's coming next winter? This coming fall winter, yes. Because huh. you know this uh, treaty, um, the the changes kick in in November. You know they don't kick in right away. You have to wait until next fall, right around election time when they kick in. So the way, Glenn, the way I understand it is that under the current rules, uh, a party could rescind their support, a state actor could rescind the support for the regulations uh, within 18 months. So the amendments would truncate that period to six months, which, as you note, is designed to basically correlate with the lame duck session of Congress, where maybe maybe it will be after the election, but before the new Congress is sworn in. Uh, How bad on a scale of one to ten? I mean, because everything is on fire right now, it seems like. And, you know, you can only pay attention to so much scale of one to ten. Ten being holy cow. Constitution is on fire. We're all going to die. Look, it's a mountain ahead of us. Pull up. And one being, eh, where is this? You know, Glenn, I, I would say that where we're headed is, is a 15. is something we can <laughs> never imagine. And again, I, I'm not saying it's the WHO provisions in a vacuum. It's what yes. it represents and what they're trying to accomplish. Yes. A lot of people are under the false impression that it's over with, COVID's over with. Uh, the, the lockdowns are over with. We're never going back to that. If you understand the background behind this, which a lot of it, we still don't have all the information, but we have our suspicions. They ain't done with this. They, they're not. And I think, you know, if you put yourself in their shoes, they were pretty successful. I mean, they walked in without firing a shot. They did not have much opposition. You look even at a lot of the red states and, and they, they fell for a lot of this to this day. Um, I mean, the FDA announced they're, they're approving a third shot, and not just approving, but marketing, distributing a third shot to 5- to 11-year-olds. Name me the red state that has stood up and said, we're not doing this. I think Florida recommends against it, uh, but I, I don't see too many Republicans speaking out. So I don't think we have undone this. We have not immunized ourselves uh, through state constitutional amendments and other efforts from this happening ever again. So in the past, the reason why I say it's a 15, in the past it's like, oh, they're going to tax us, they're going to regulate us, they're going to take away our national sovereignty. This, they quite literally view us as lab rats in their new global design. Yes. And I think there's no limit to what they plan on doing. 
It is so frightening um, because, you know, they, they all love the chief advisor to Klaus Schwab um, is uh, Yuval Noah Har- uh, Harari. And if anybody knows who he is, he is a favorite futurist of everybody on the left. They love this guy. Um, and he has said, you know, globalist elites are going to use crisis to bring about world government. But he says it in a good way. He's like, look, it's going to be a crisis. And, you know, we can program people. And, uh, you know, he is he is terrifying, terrifying on the things that he believes that would be put into our bodies. Um, and uh, it's not just the WHO. You know, you have the um, uh, what is the other the other one that is um, the uh, biodiversity, uh, the yeah, the global treaty on biodiversity that is also uh, taking uh, all kinds of uh, of powers from states. Global biodiversity framework is what they is what they're talking about. Um, and um, this one is going to be, you know, they're going to have a new convention on this. And this one will all be about uh, land use. Um, it will have huge implications on food production, farming, property rights, all of it, all of it. And I believe it will cause what Mao saw in, you know, the uh, 1960s, late 1950s, you know, just massive starvation. This is really bad because they're putting these things into these global treaties and Who's going to enforce them? Do you think our military will enforce things like this? Or will they dare to send troops here? You know, Glenn, the sky is the limit. Uh, it, until a couple of years ago, I would have left this off. I would have left the, off the comments of Paul Schwab. Yeah, there's some crazies out there, but, you know, they don't have any power. But I think after the past two years, we need to take this very seriously uh, because they did succeed uh, I, I can't remember the name of the survivor of the Cambodia's um, killing fields. Uh, did an interview mm-hmm. on the Epic Times a couple of days ago, and he noted that the way communism took root is the same guy could be the arsonist and the firefighter. And, and that's what they seem to do. They seem to induce yes. these catalyzing events yes. uh, with the pandemic. I mean, it clearly was not natural. Uh, who and exactly what did it, we're still finding out, but it wasn't natural. It wasn't a one in a hundred year natural event. So in other words, there's nothing stopping uh, a new uh, uh, pandemic from coming. And then you have all the supply chain shortages, the sudden issues with the baby formula, um, land use issues, as you mentioned, uh, Bill Gates and the Chinese buying up American land. All of this is tightening the noose around us on the vital things we need to survive. And then you throw into the mix the maniacal war on treating COVID, which you would think if you're a big COVID hawk, you'd be, man, you got to treat that thing. No, they were against it. And to this day, they're against treating it. That all paints a very concerning picture. And I think, you know, I, I, I speak to a lot of Republicans and state legislators, and they tell me a lot of their leadership wants to move on from this. But I think you need states to preemptively pass resolutions that these things are unenforceable. We're not going to do them. We're going to pass state constitutional amendments codifying, uh, you know, rights to life, liberty and property in in a time of a public health emergency. You know, the crazy thing is, Daniel, is that um, you, you can't get states to really understand ESG 
which the banks are now going to states and saying your state is going to fall under ESG rules for loans from us. And they still don't really understand the threat. When you start talking about, you know, one global government from the WHO, everybody's going to laugh that off. And, and I honestly believe that's part of the deal. I mean, they have made conspiracy theory uh, into, you know, hey, did you hear that uh, Coke is on sale at the store? Oh, he's a conspiracy theorist. I mean, everything is a conspiracy theory now. Everything. It, ex- exactly. But you know what? I'm going to take them at their word this time. I didn't pay attention last decade. Uh, uh, retrospectively, we've been going back and seeing, oh, my gosh, they've been warning with certitude there's going to be a pandemic under the Trump administration. It's interesting how they knew that. Well, this time I'm going to take them seriously. Bill Gates just came out with his with his new book on how to uh, defeat the next pandemic. So, you know, when you have the arsonists as the firefighters, we definitely need to pay attention. We need to get out ahead of this. And you mentioned the banks. And I think one of the biggest threats that we need to understand is that a lot of conservatives have this Reagan-era nostalgia about the private sector. Well, the Mm. private sector was a bulwark against tyranny when it was distinguished and separate from the government. Exactly right. But now that it's actually become one entity, it's, it's worse than pure traditional communism because I can't vote out the heads of Pfizer and the heads of the bank. Yep. And, and, and you can't campaign against them and, you know, go to a legislative hearing and expose them. They're all behind the, the wall. So, you know, all these red states where sometimes you have these Republicans, they say, well, well, we're, we're reluctant to fighting this budding fascism because I don't like telling the private sector what to do when they're only doing it at the behest of the federal government. You have an obligation as a state to interpose on behalf of the liberty of the people. I want to give you something from the uh, UN Biodiversity uh, Framework Council. It's being sold uh, as the next Paris uh, Climate Agreement, except it will focus on biodiversity, land use, not climate change. It'll have huge implication on food production, farming, property rights. Also carries with it the potential to cause mass starvation and loss of human life on a scale we have not seen. Uh, Nations and large businesses recently met in Geneva to continue to work on the global biodiversity framework. The hope is it'll be approved and signed by countries later this year in china um and according to the world economic forum the meeting in geneva was the first time at the united nations convention on biological diversity meeting that leading businesses turned out in force according to the world economic forum unilever gee they don't make anything do they uh city uh natura and company h&m group walmart ikea nestle um, also, the International Chamber of Commerce, the World Business Council on Sustainable Development. Uh, there are more than 1,100 companies with revenues of more than $5 trillion that have signed on to this. This is extraordinarily dangerous. You, you, Daniel is right. Everything has to happen at the state level. Everything. Please. Please, if you are a a state official, wherever you're hearing my voice, please do not take my word for it. Read about it yourself. This is a coordinated thing, all being driven to the end of capitalism, the end of sovereignty, individual sovereignty, your sovereignty of your body. Uh, The American dream is over unless these things are fought and taken seriously. 
Um, you can start with my book, uh, The Great Reset. It's available wherever books are uh, found. What was the name of your book came out a few years ago, uh, Daniel, that talked about this? Stolen Sovereignty. <laughs> so, yeah, Stolen Sovereignty. Uh, get that by Daniel uh, Horowitz. Daniel, thank you so much. Are you, you're, obviously, you're going to be paying attention next week to WHO. Uh, just keep us informed on what's going on, will you? Absolutely. We'll be vigilant, and thank you for having me. God bless. You, you bet. God bless. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, as inflation gets worse, the Fed continues to raise interest rates. There's some key money moves that you really need to consider making, key moves that uh, will ensure that you and your family are in the best financial situation you can be in. And that means paying down debt and shoring up your budget so you can withstand any additional economic hits. The best way to get that process started is to take 10 minutes out of your busy day and call American Financing. Do it. Uh, you're going to get a free mortgage review from salary-based consultants who can guide you through, through strategic ways to make sure that your home is working for you, from paying off high interest debt to shortening the loan term. So many possibilities, and there are all ways that could save you a ton of money. Learn more. Call them now. You could close in as little as 10 days. American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds. Station ID. It is, I mean, is there any doubt in your mind, Pat, that we are dealing with people who are so radical, who despise the United States of America yeah. and freedom? No. And they have, they have uh, partnered with corporations for an end run around our Constitution, mm -hmm. and they don't really, the number of people that would die with their experiment doesn't bother them. Not at all. That's one of the reasons I... You know, the only the only adjective you can come up with for yes. this is evil. Evil. They're evil. Right. And we've tried to avoid that word because it's, you know, it's kind of incendiary. <laughs> kind of. But but that is the only... I asked James Lindsay. It who, applies. Yeah. James Lindsay is a guy who, you know, he was an atheist. Yeah. And I said, look, I know you don't use this language, but the only word I can find, and he said evil. Right. And I said, yeah, it is. It yeah. is death and... This is a death cult. An absolute death cult. All right. See you tonight at 9 p.m. Blaze TV, the special, the Biden crime family. You don't want to miss that. All right. Six, yeah, yeah. The six weeks in a row now, the Dow has dropped. The only thing not being inflated is your bank account, your retirement savings, the value of your hard-earned dollars. Does anybody else feel like me right now? It's just like, I just, I just want to know the money I have. I just want to keep the money I have. You know, I don't know where to put it and have it safe. Well, there is some place that you can go, um, and that is Goldline, gold or silver. The most sought-after silver products in the precious metals market right now, Goldline has. Call them to find out about them. The new Ben Franklin silver rounds. These are things, these are collectors. Um, and they, trust, ask them why that's so important. Um, but uh, they were designed by me. There's full ounce of pure silver uh, minted with Ben Franklin on the front. It is, they're beautiful. And 
I believe will be great like bubblegum cards to trade with. You know, um, by the way, Goldline is giving away free Maple Flex Silver Bars with qualifying orders of the Ben Franklin Silver Rounds this week only. So do it now. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Check out Glenn's latest book, The Great Reset, available right now at glensnewbook.com. This is the Glenn Beck program. There is some breaking news. Uh, Just after three weeks after its announcement, the Disinformation Governance Board is being paused and an intra-departmental DHS working groups will focus on disinformation and they have been suspended. Uh, Nina Jackowitz is now considering leaving. This is coming from the Washington. Oh, that's a darn shame. Yeah, Washington Post. Wow. Now, there's a couple of things. I didn't think this was possible, but it lasted longer than CNN Plus. (laughs) Okay. Uh Um, uh, Anyway, the, um, the DHS board. Now, here's why I say I don't believe it. I do believe that it is shutting down, but I don't believe that. Let me tell you a story. Uh, the doctors, not the Nazis, the doctors in the children's hospitals were the ones that came up with euthanizing a whole bunch of people. And they just decided that it was the best thing for the families. And they lied to families and they'd say, oh, you know, your son or daughter who had been in a home uh, got a really bad cold and died. Well, that's weird because like 80% of everybody's getting this really bad cold. Um, and uh, they, the parents all started talking amongst themselves. And it was found out that they were euthanizing undesirables. Uh, and they were doing it in the hospitals. Uh, it was the T4 program. Well, Hitler found out about it and he was outraged. He could not believe that you would do that. Really? The, the mm. people of Germany, mm-hmm. we have, we have. We're better than we're that. We're better than that. Mm-hmm. We're better than that. And we, mm-hmm. we can't allow these things to happen without parental permission in the first place. But then just killing innocent babies, it's just wrong. And it's not going to happen. Not going to happen under my watch. Microphones go off and he says, okay, docs. Just put it in another part of the hospital and hide it. Continue. So that went on. Um, Now, I'm not comparing these two, obviously. I mean, if I was going to compare it, I would say that it was, uh, you know, the uh, Ministry of Information, you know, Mm -hmm. from the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I don't believe that they are going to walk away from that kind of power. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How else are they going to do it? That's what everybody should be asking themselves right now. What Mm -hmm. is the other, what's the other way they're going to be able to do exactly the same thing? Just not announce it this time. Right. I'm afraid that's probably exactly what they're doing. Of course it is. Have you ever known them to stop? No. 
No. No. They Or improve. Or improve. Or no. really, no, we just want liberty for American people. That's all we want. Yeah. No. No. Uh, not you. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing that is uh, really, really bothering me is our country will do business with the worst dictators and criminals, thugs, terrorists. We'll... We'll just send a pallet full of money over to Iran. We'll do any deal with Iran. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you know, I, I really, I can't negotiate with the oil companies. We can't, <laughs> what? Yeah. So we are facing yes. $4 a gallon gasoline, first time ever, national price, $4 a gallon of gasoline. If we don't solve this soon, we're going to be looking at six, eight, and ten dollar a gallon gasoline. I just paid five bucks a gallon for what I have to get for my car. A hundred and four dollars to to fill up. It's a four dollar oh, sedan. Hundred hundred and four dollars. So this is going to affect the price of food, the price of your clothing. Remember. All of this stuff is used, you know, diesel is used to power our trains, our ships, our airplanes, our trucks, all of it. Two weeks ago, before mm-hmm. this last big hit, it, uh, truckers were paying 24 cents a mile more in just fuel charges. That's going to hit all of us. And, and what does Biden do? He doesn't allow any leases on land that were supposed to go up for auction last week. He cancels the auction. And instead, he goes to Venezuela and he makes a deal with the dictator in Venezuela so we can buy their oil. The hell is wrong with us? This is so clearly to dismantle America. Because if it wasn't, if you said, no, you know what? I, I tell you, this is about global warming. You know, and we care about people and disenfranchise people and mm-hmm. and people who are being kept down. You would say, OK, which they're saying, OK, but we need oil for the time being. So what do they do? They violate a first principle and go to people who are oppressing and killing people to buy the oil instead of going to our oil companies that are not oppressing and killing people. And say, you know what, this is a short-term deal until we get this turned around, but we're putting things on pause. You go do what you need to do, but understand that this is temporary. They're not even attempting that. And they'll say, well, that's because the big oil co- Are you kidding me? Look what you've already done to these big oil companies. You only have to do this to Exxon, and then everybody else falls in line. All you have to do is just take your 30% of shares, BlackRock, and say, uh, yeah, we're going to appoint two environmentalists on your board. Then you go to Shell and you say, oh, you're not going to play ball? Huh. Hey, did you see those two new board members we just voted on for Exxon? Oh, oh, you suddenly want to play ball. Okay. Okay, good. What did they do to McDonald's to get them to go along in Russia? Remember, Russia, um, McDonald's was one of them and said, we're not going to stay open. Yeah, we want to stay open. We don't want to close down. We have billions of dollars. Well, McDonald's just announced yesterday that they have suspended all of its operations. They did that in early March. 
And companies say we now will sell the entire portfolio of Russian businesses to a local buyer. Now, who has the money to buy the McDo- the entire McDonald's franchise? You don't think it's like a rich oligarch, do There's you? There's over 700 in Russia. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's going to yeah. take more than a dollar so, fifty to buy that. Yeah, chain. so I'm guessing it's going to be some dirty guy uh, that is buying now the McDonald's. And McDonald's sold it really against their will. They closed it down and realized we're screwed because Putin said, we don't care about your trademarks. We know we know your special sauce recipe and we know how to make them. In fact, we have everything here to make it. So we're just going to open them up anyway. Mm -hmm. Now they're having to sell it. This is I'm, I'm telling you, investments you thought investments didn't mean anything when the stock market was going up. You know, you don't have to pick stocks. You just have to know what the Fed's going to invest in. And that's what was happening. You know what the Fed was investing in and the stock market went up. Now the stock market is pulling uh, is is tanking because the Fed is saying we're pulling our money out of it. So now you're seeing a more real stock market. I emphasize more real, not a real stock market. But that's why that's going down. Well, you're now crippling American businesses, crippling them. And you're only going to make things worse without fuel. And you will never be able to convince me. I mean, unless you threaten me with like waterboarding, then I am on your side. (laughs) Uh, It was Pat that made me say all these things. (laughs) You'll never convince me that um, this regime right word for it doesn't want to destroy america they do and they've got allies in in the highest places of the corporate world yes you know like larry fink from ceo for the ceo of blackrock who says you have to force behaviors and that's exactly what they're doing and what they did with mcdonald's yeah they forced them to close all their stores across and that's what we're talking about with the who they are giving the biden administration is changing the language in the treaty that doesn't have to go through the Senate now, and the WHO will have the ability to impose things on us without Congress or without presidential approval. That's what they're doing with a sustainable uh, Earth initiative. The UN will be able to say, no, that's our territory. This... this is really, really uh, not good. I'd love to see the Biden administration have a change of heart and actually do something that's good for America. I can't imagine that they will. Uh, and you could say, well, they just canceled that, uh, you know, Ministry of Truth. Did they? <laughs> Did they? Because uh, I'll bet you in six months we'll come back around to this store. Mark it in your calendar. We're going to come around to this story and say, oh, remember when they canceled that? Yeah, they just shifted everything under this umbrella to hide it. Kim wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for a month now, she writes. It's been hard to believe, but my back pain is gone. When I first heard about it, I thought, who would ever fall for that? Right? Right? Now I'm a full-fledged believer. This product is a miracle for me. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. Wait, what about me, Kim? I mean, was I just... Oh, man. 
I love hearing stories about people who are um, getting their life back. And especially, I really like it when they're like, I'm listening to Glenn talk about it. And it's like, no way. And I get it because that's the way I was. I was like, I'm not taking something that Dennis Prager, who I have tons of respect for. I believe Dennis Prager. Uh, Dennis said, I don't know if he actually believes it. I talked to him after I started taking it. He's like, right? It's great. Anyway, three-week quick start. Try it. 1995. Try. Get your life back. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. It's relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, you know, I always lead with my my mistakes, and that's uh, so why I'm doing this in the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I, I spoke in imprecisely uh, about Mike Simpson. It was really... You did, because it, it seemed like you were pretty adamant about it, that you didn't like the guy, that he was not the right one for the job. No, Mike... My, my, people uh, should vote for Brian Smith. Yeah, but, but Mike... Mike Mike Simpson, I mean, my opinions are evolving. Oh, wow. That, yeah, yeah. It was just an articul- inarticulate uh, way of saying, <laughs> you know, Mike is the Mike is the guy. Huh. And uh, it's really weird because you, you know, seemed really resolute uh, when you for were Brian, saying it. For what's Brian, what's his name? I don't even. Brian Smith. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Uh, I deeply regret the hurt that I have caused my family and my wife. In ha- has your family and your wife been hurt by what you said about Mike Simpson? When Mike, when Mike Simpson turns the water off at my farm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It will be hurt. Yeah, but I yeah. want you to know that I have a, a clean track record. Uh-huh. Everyone I endorse, or apparently even coming close to endorse, loses. <laughs> you tried to warn Brian Smith yesterday. Yeah. And uh, that that prophecy came he, true. I wonder if he, he woke up this morning they and can, he thought, that damn Glenn Beck. <laughs> so, and, uh, and Brian... I want you to know I believed everything I said yesterday. But Mike, mm-hmm. hear me. Mm-hmm. Love you. You are the huh. greatest. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a turnaround from yesterday. Yeah, I think that idea of, you know, taking the hydroelectric dams down all just of bringing them, them all just down. bringing them all down to save the salmon. Good idea, right? I'm I am I'm starting to warm to that. You know those salmon are <laughs> endangered. They are endangered. There's not millions anymore. There's yes, just hundreds just, of thousands now. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, well, we're also I'd like to shoot every bear because they eat the salmon. Right. You know, well actually we're going to just move all of the bears to Yellowstone. Okay. And uh, that should right. be fine. That should be fine. Yeah. Uh, they love wolves. Are the wolves still there? Or did they move them back I a second the wolves, time? Wolves are there. So they're still there. Mm-hmm. Still there. So some other, uh, some other news. Um, there was a, a problem with the counting uh, last night in uh, Lancaster County. Literally, uh, there was uh, another problem. What, do you think that was a joke? <laughs> you can't joke about can't. anything bad anymore because you're no. like, what was it I said to you yesterday off the air? And you were like really oh 
Yeah, I it was something that was remember, but it ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, well, they're taking, uh, you know, they're they're destroying all of the uh, American aircraft carriers. They they don't want any of the jets because of all the it's fuel. Like, wait, it, that's a real story you just read. <laughs> I mean, would it surprise you? No, 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 nothing would surprise you now. Yeah, but anyway, there was a real problem. <laughs> Uh, believe it or not. And um, so the solution that the, the people are saying now is we have to be able to open all of these ballots early because that way mm. uh, we'll we'll be able to have the count on time. And we would have caught this early. Well, you could do that or you could just look at the ballots you ordered before you send them out. That huh. way. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What a concept. It's something that we used to call. Now, this is old timey. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like sarsaparilla. I'm trying to remember the word uh, quality control. <laughs> Those two words used to play a role. Yeah, but you don't really want to have that no. much go into an election. No. Process, do you? No. That's too you know, much work. You saw you saw 2000 wheels. Yeah. What do you think? I was I think my mind was changed. Yeah. On it. I, because before I was like. Okay, it's hurting our credibility. Can we just move on? Because there's no constitutional way to change it anyway. Yeah. Let's stop talking about it and move on. So afterwards, I'm like, no. I know. Maybe something did happen. Yeah. There. I was talking to some people in Washington who felt very much like you and mm-hmm. uh, said, I think we need to look into this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But not, not to change who's president or anything else because there is no constitutional. There's no path to that. that. Mm -hmm. But we have got to secure our elections. I just don't know who I trust to do the inspections.